guys, it's Nikki. And I'm Heather. And I'm Stacy. And we're your host of Murder Shows and Comfy Clothes. Hello, everyone. Hey, How you doing? Hey, <laughs> I didn't know if we were going right into the disclaimer <laughs> or we were going to bullshit. Nope. So it's been a minute. I feel like we need a little bullshit. Yeah, I yeah. Mean. <laughs> we definitely we missed our last episode. Um, we had some meetings and stuff that we had to get taken care of. Um, so we are actually doing this on our off week. A lot of um, to yeah, we got a lot going on. I was guys. gonna That's say, but so exciting. A lot got worked out though. I so mean, so exciting. Lots of things in the works. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we are doing this on our off week, and we are bringing you guys the episode. This week, and we will also drop our episode next week. So we get back a back-to-backer. Back. <laughs> yeah. nice. We get a back-to-backer this time, which is fun, I think, for us, just because we, we I feel like we haven't done it in a while, like we you get said. To, it's more like we have more reason to I get know. together and do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's like, I want to do this, like, weekly, but there's so much research that goes to hard. it. It would be really, be really so hard. hard. It would. Right. But it's so fun to do it weekly. Yeah. But anyway, so here we are. Um, let's jump in to our disclaimer because, you know, shit gets real and we got to do it. Okay, here we go. We are not experts nor detectives. All information provided in today's episode is public knowledge and personal opinions. They are in no reflection of net... See, there it is. I messed it up every time. <laughs> Sorry, they are in no reflection of Loco Network or any affiliated sponsor. We talk murder. We have foul mouths, so listener discretion is highly advised. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. We thought about why don't we just record this? But it's so fun <laughs> to see what part Heather messes up that we're like, no, you know what? We're gonna keep that live every time. Right. That was like a 20 minute conversation we yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> we and I was like, but I. Get, I I mess up at a different spot each time. It's fun. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) There's the foul mouth. There it is. Um, So today we're going to go, we're going to talk about a guy named Carmen Deck. Um, Me and Heather were talking about his name on the way here. It's spelled C-A-R-M-A-N, but it's also found in certain places C-A-R-M-E-N. So it's Carmen, Carman, Carman. I'm going to go with Cameron. Um, yeah. Like, Cameron? Yeah. Carmen. Yep. Car- oh, Carmen. 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 Carmen better. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's really weird to find the correct pronunciation. Um, but we are going to start there. He was, he was born August 9th of 1965. Um, he grew up and went to high school in Festus and uh, DeSoto, Missouri, which I think, what case was it that we just did? Didn't that just... was about just that same area, yeah. Yeah, I want to say a case or two ago. Wasn't it um, the first dude uh, that... No, hold up. I know the first one was the elderly couple that the lake was involved. Yeah, um, no, um, Blair. Wasn't Blair involved there? I don't know. Either way, we going back to the same area because <laughs> we've been here before. We about... Down 55. Down 67. 67. Sweet key. Okay, you know. Um, I'd say 15, 20 minutes south. Okay. Of St. Louis. I actually more be more than 15, 20 minutes. I'd say about 40, 45. 45 minutes. All right. Yeah. So we're going to the Festus DeSoto area. Um, he dropped out in junior high. I'm sorry. He dropped out his junior year um, to join the Marine Corps. Um, he did go on to go to college at uh, Southeast Missouri, a.k.a. SEMO. Yep. Um, I know majoring, exactly where that is. <laughs> majoring in uh, business management and a minor in music. Hmm, um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, it's said that he like he loves to sing and dance. Um, he became a male stripper in college. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> and and, right. Right. But there was it, only a couple at that time, right? right. <laughs> so, like, if you go online, you can see he has... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it, like, a dating site. Girl, it is a dating site. It's for prisoners. <sighs> that's weird. Okay, but, so, backtrack. Apparently, there's a dating site so, for okay, prisoners. Yes. There is a site... That you can go to, and it's got his profile, and he lists on there that he was a stripper. Um, he loves to sing and dance. Um, he's very proud. Okay, but his pictures are so deceiving because they were from 1902. 1902, like the way he does them. No, mm-mm. that was when he was stripping in high school, right? It right? Had been. right. 
Yeah. Um, well, first off, that's kind of crazy that they can just make dating profiles in prison, but okay. Oh, it has oh, like. Yeah, he's, he's looking for someone that he can snuggle on the couch with and watch movies. And where, where are you going to snuggle, bitch? And it has like his. Um, his number and everything, so you yep. can write to write him. Write to him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm, okay. So, you know, hey. Interesting. More proud to People do it. They fall oh, in love. Oh, yeah. They do fall. Yep. Um, but anyway, so I he... I do it so I can fuck with one of them. You're so mean. You are mean. They're murderers. <laughs> They're mean. <laughs> They're mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, off track. Okay, back on track. He was a dancer. He was a stripper. He loved it. Okay, here we are. Um, he went to jail at around 20 um, for aiding and escaping a burglary. Um, but he was... This is where it gets me. He was released due to technical violations. Mm. Now, he was 20 years old. Mm. Okay, so hold on to that. Okay. Because this man at 20 was released on technical violations. Mm-hmm. 20. Okay. Got that? Yep. All right. So once released, he he started his own business. He was doing building and designing custom cars, hot rods. Um, he was featured in magazines, commercials. Oh, so yeah, I mean, not, yeah, no. yeah. So but not doing too bad, you know. Has uh, sounds like some stuff going on. Yeah, but and it was you know like was I said, sewing on his penis when he was on the commercial. I don't know. You know how they do with boxers and briefs? So disgusting. <laughs> how they just swing. You know? <laughs> we get here. I don't know <laughs> because I'm still looking Heather. at the whole um, thing. So, but I did like I said when we do this, you you kind of get all your researches in different pieces and portions. Um, I did get all this information, but then I did find early childhood information. Right. Um, and that information that I found, I mean, it seems like he had a lot of issues growing up, but it doesn't have a whole lot of, like he got in trouble in his teenage years, but it don't seem like it really extended beyond that. But it does seem like he had a very rough, childhood as far as abuse and growing up and everything yeah. okay. right yeah okay. his mom was what a she was a drunk wasn't she yeah like it, it said that he you know he she wasn't very well care taken care of and things like that so again we bounce <coughs> back to Sorry. the the you know mental aspect of it the environment aspect mm-hmm. of it um so that that's kind of touchy um but I want to get into the victims now of the case we're the case we're talking about. Uh, we have James Long, who was sixty nine, and Zelma Long, who was sixty seven. Uh, they were married forty nine years. Another one with just these awesome marriages lasted fifty mm-hmm. years and tragic en- endings. It's right. really sad. Yeah, it is. And um, they were they were residents of Desoto. Um, but they had since made it like their second home. They, um, they spent most of their time in the Lake of the Ozarks where they also owned a home. Um, and according to their family, they just really enjoyed spending weekends at the lake. I mean, they both had at this point. They're right. They're living their wedding. They're retired probably. Been together 50 years. Got kids, grandkids. That gets to come down. Yep. They definitely are known for, um, enjoying their time at the lake which is you know they bought a house so they were pretty much there every weekend spending weeks there and then they did come back to DeSoto because I mean that's ultimately where they live um but according to like a lot of people and the families um they spent their weekends and they were known for um like barbecues and holiday annual holiday fish fries, like yes. huge ones. They said yeah. hundred plus people came to them. Yeah, well, and it said that they each had their own boats and yeah. they would go out there and fish yeah, and even do, yeah. yeah fishing tournaments. Yeah, with yeah, each they other. would have fishing tournaments against each other. So yeah. like they were just, they were they were living lake lake life. They were loving it. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> okay. So we did victim. Mm-hmm. We did. Kind of a little intro. Villain. Yeah. Yeah. Villain okay. and victim. Um, so let's get into the crime. Okay. And this is where this one kind of gets hard to follow towards the end for me um, because it, it really has a lot to follow towards the end. The crime itself is going to be kind of hard to hear in detail, cut and dry. Um, but then when we get into the logistics of 
the trials and everything, it gets really interesting. Oh, yeah. He um, one lucky son of a bitch. Yeah. And it's definitely something I've never seen. I've never heard of. Like, I've never heard before. How, when I started so, looking at this, I was like, how? I mean, right, how, how do they yes. even, you know, how is this even allowed? Yep. Right. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um, so just follow along. Bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are going to start on June of 1996. Uh, Were you even born then? Yeah, I guess you are. I'm sorry. Girl, Never mind. I, I, wasn't, I mean, I'll take I wasn't, it. I that wasn't even thinking my kid was like three years until then that he was makes born. Me young. <laughs> I know. I was thinking of 86. I'll take it though. I mean, I won't complain. Um, so we're going to go June 1996. He had been uh, planning a burglary with his mother's boyfriend, um, Jim Bullock, to help him get money for a trip that his mother and him were planning to Oklahoma. Um, Hold up, I gotta stop. Because mm-hmm. you said Bolick. And that really sounds like the family in St. Francis County. It's not B, it's spelled B O L I E K. Because, like, the sheriff of St. Francis County is Bolick. Oh, really? I just, you know, I don't want no one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but his family, Mr. Bolick. So, you think it's Bolick? <clears throat> I'm not sure. Well, I just wanted I just wanted to clarify. B O L I E K. Yeah. All right. It could be Bolick, but it's not Bolick. I know that. Okay. Well, he regardless, that was his mother's boyfriend. Boy, right. Um, and they were planning a trip to Oklahoma, and I guess he had came to him about needing money or wanting money, um, and what did we say we were gonna call him? Carmen. Carmen. Oh, I keep because it's spelled like Carman, and I'm like, I don't want to say Carman. Right. Yeah. Sound goofy. But um, so Carmen had decided to target the Longs because it said that he had known the Longs' grandson in the past, and at one point the grandson had stolen money from them from a safe in their house, and he knew about it. Mm, so he knew there was cash. And, right. Yeah. So he knew, you know, he knew they're an older couple. It probably hasn't changed. They got lake house. They got month, They got boats. You know, so yeah, he's like an easy, easy score. Right. So Carmen wasn't the one going to Oklahoma. It was Jim and Carmen's mom. Correct. Right. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, they, they make up this idea of, you know, he knows somebody who is an older couple. He knows that they're easy to target. He knows they have a safe in their house. So they devised this plan. Um, and Carmen and Jim drive several times um, canvassing the, long, the Longs' home. Like basically learning their routine, their patterns, knowing, you know, they're not home on the weekends typically because they're normally at the lake. Yep. Um, but on this particular weekend, the Longs had stayed home to attend a wedding. So they were home. Probably through their whole, like, you guys are supposed to be gone. It's the weekend. Right. So well, you should never have a daily routine. Hell, I don't even know what I'm doing I, day I actually, day. I was I was going to say that. I mean, this proves right there. It They can do that. They can canvas you and know your every, yeah. pay attention to and what's going. And that's one going. of the things that scares me, you know, is like, because, you know, a lot of things are set up on such routine. We get up every morning. Mm-hmm. We go to work. We take our kids to school. We do, you know, a lot of these things are on routine. A lot and of people. Yeah, so I mean, many people. And I think about it all the time, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, somebody could know my routine. I mean, you know, you do this kind of shit. You, yeah, you, you start think. You lay in bed at night and just think. <laughs> like, I, don't, hmm, I could be 10 minutes late tomorrow and make somebody think I'm not going to work. I was right. at a parking lot, and I watched a truck pull in, and, it, I mean, they were just doing some, something was suspicious. Some and I'm watch- shady shit. Yeah, and I'm watching, and I'm like, God, I now watch everything. I watch people walking, like... I know, as if I wasn't nosy enough. Right. (laughs) The whole time in Florida, anywhere, I'm looking over my shoulder. I don't know my mom was thinking, what the hell is she doing? I'm like, no, fuck around. You gotta watch. Be aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. You have to be. Yeah. Um, So they they were home, obviously, so it kind of threw off the pattern of, I'm assuming, what they were thinking was going to happen. Um... So he had stated that he had he had given him a 22 caliber high standard automatic loading pistol. Jim had. Jim had. Okay. Yes, gave it to Carmen. Okay. Um, and the plan they had come up with was to basically enter the home on a Sunday when nobody would be there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was the Longs would be at church or whether they would be out of town. Either way, there was two options. If they weren't out of town, they were at church on Sundays. So they knew it so was going to be knew, empty. Yeah. yeah, they knew their yep. pattern. At some point, somebody wouldn't be home. Um, but this particular weekend, they were home. And that Monday prior, the um, Jim had told... Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> I don't know why it's so freaking hard for me. Jim had told Carmen um, that his mother wanted to leave that following Friday. So basically, you know, they had canvassed this area, watched it, planned to do it the next weekend. Well, now Jim is like, well, your mom wants to leave on Friday, so we don't have the time to do it. Um, so they basically missed their window of, you know, the longs being home. Um, so that evening... Carmen and his sister, um, Tonya Cummings. Now, this was weird for me. That's Tanya, sweetheart. Tanya, okay. Tanya. Tanya Cummings, whatever. T-O-N-I-A. And we're in Festus and DeSoto? Uh-huh. Didn't we have a Cummings? Girl, oh, I don't know, right? Jesse. Jesse yes. Driscoll. Jesse yes. Driscoll. And it was a Tanya Cummings. No, it was a Jessica Cummings. But there was, what was the other one? There was two Cummings. One was Jessica. They were both Jessicas. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, I wonder if there's a relationship. I know. I wanted to you do know some there digging. Is. Yep. And forgive my mouth because they all oh, Hoosiers off there. I can say that I live out in that area. <laughs> I don't care. You can't. Yes, I can. You live there. And exactly. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. So my that, family ain't, but that oh. right. <laughs> but I'm not. So that evening, him and his sister drove to a back road and waited for dark. Um, and around nine o'clock, they pulled into the Long's residence, driveway, whatever. So I guess now, because Jim is saying- Mama we've wants missed, to go. Yeah, we've missed our window, Jim's out. Carmen he's is saying, saying- we gotta do it. Right, we he's saying we can done. still do the, yeah. Yeah. Um, so You know that bitch was saying that anyway. He wasn't gonna do it. He was gonna <laughs> leave it up to his girlfriend's kids to do it. Right. What a winner. Yeah. So Carmen and Tanya knocked on the door and when uh, Zelma answered, they pretended that they were lost, and they asked for de- directions to uh, Laguna Palma. Um, so being the couple that they were, Zelma invited them in, and James began writing the directions down for them. Um, again, like we said, you know, this couple was... I was going to say, it's 9 p.m. They're, they're, they think this couple's lost. Yeah, they're, um, I don't here. think I would invite somebody in my home. Hell no. But, Yeah. But, I mean, that's who they were. They, yeah, I was going to say that. Well, and think of that generation, too. Yeah. You what know? is Laguna Plata? I don't know. I was wondering that, I'm too. I may have to look that up because yeah. I remember her. Yeah. I looked that up. I should have looked that up. I didn't even think to do that. Right. Um, so, but once they were... Once they were inside... Once they were inside, Carmen pulled the gun and ordered the longs to lay face down on their bed. Um, he ordered James to open the safe, but he didn't know the code. So Zelma proceeded to open the safe, giving Carmen all the papers and the jewelry that was inside. So it's open, take it all, just take it. Yeah, right. Um, she, I mean, it was clear that they were looking for money. Um, there wasn't any in the safe. Uh, so I believe like just in my opinion, out of the smart, she was willing to give them, you know, whatever they wanted. And she... Just hoped that they would get it and be on their way. Yep. So she stated that she had two hundred dollars in her purse in the kitchen. That's just a road. Oh, the oh, just a road. A road the Laguna Palm, okay, okay. Latin Township, which is right in that area. Okay, so, okay, yeah. So they were just looking for a spe- yeah. specific road. Okay, um, which again, if it's close to them, right? You mm-hmm. know, they are probably just like, oh, here. Oh, you and in that down. area, it's a you know dark as shit. There's no stop. Yeah, no it's rural, probably. Yeah. Um, so it make, I mean, that makes sense to me. Okay. Um, so she stated she had $200 in her purse in the kitchen, um, in which he made her go get, he told her to go get it. He stayed in the room. Um, and James also stated that there was money in a canister on top of the television and even offered to write a check. So, I mean, these, they're literally saying, we will give you whatever you want. Just take it and leave, please. Yeah, you know, right. basically. Um, so she goes and gets the money. He orders her to come back. He orders both of them to lay back on the bed on their stomachs with their faces to the side. 
Um, the Longs, at this point, they have complied. They have completed. They've offered all that they can to fulfill his need for money. Um, I mean, it was clear they were that's what they were there for, so they were just trying to do whatever they could. And see, um, I guess that's the, it doesn't make it right, you know, that you're robbing them, but take the shit and leave them alone. Like, they're giving you well, it. Why did you thing, have to like, kill? That's the thing is, right. like, I don't think that... I don't think that he knew what he was going to do. Right. Because it said... It they weren't said, supposed to be there. Yeah. So it said now at this point that he, like, he stood at the foot of the bed for like 10 minutes trying to decide what to do. Mm. So I don't, I don't think he initially went in. I mean, he didn't know they were going to be there. But then I think it started registering, well, fuck, they've seen my face. They know who I they am. So yeah. where is the sister, Tanya? Like, you know, what is she... So what's that asshole doing? <laughs> right. What's that asshole doing? And that's what I found funny. But when you read the reports, it says that she basically, oh, she just ran out of the house and went back to the car because she thought that like they had been there too long and they were running out of time. Oh. So So she didn't kill I, no one, but Yeah, so I don't know if that's the honest truth or just like her brother saying she, she absolutely had nothing, she to, had do. nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah. You know? It could, I mean it could um, be either. She could have said peace out. I mean, it could be true, but as the story goes on, I kind of feel like there's more oh, to that. Um, so at this point, he stood there. He's kind of thought about it was what he was going to do, um, and I'm not sure why he felt the need to do what he did next. But insert here, this is where it gets, it gets hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's like our motto. This is where it gets hard to hear. So here comes the details, guys. Buckle up. Um, Carmen put the gun to James's head and fired two shots into his temple, just above his right ear, behind his forehead. The damage was extensive, and pieces of his bone were shattered into his brain, causing tears and cuts mm. into the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's said that they even pulled a piece of his eyeglasses. So the earpiece of his eyeglass was... Oh, man. Um, yes. In wow. his head? Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's Holy said that... Shit. So... You're talking in like... The, in the autopsies, it's clear that this was point blank. I was going to say, that's what... I, point blank. Yep. Yeah. And so, he had a 22? Yes. I mean, I don't know what that is, but... <laughs> I don't know what that is! Uh, oh, my Lord. So it is, it, everything became apparent that, you know, it was, this, this had become point blank. It wasn't, he stood at the end of the bed, whatever, like he says, and thought about it. He point blank shot this man in his head. Went over, shot him, boom, boom. Correct. Um, he then put the gun to Zelma's head and proceeded to shoot her twice as well. So now he walked around and shot her also. Once in the back of the head and once above the ear. She also suffered extensive fracturing to the skull and some tearing of the brain. Um, but it seems like hers was um, more of like a direct, it, it like killed her instantly. His seems like it uh, shattered on the skull and then probably the second shot is what did it and then also the tearing of the brain. Um, so he had extensive, apparently it was you know, very, very bloody, very brutal, um, stuff everywhere. So he then took the money and ran out of the house. So there we go. We made it past the hard part of that. Um, it's, you know, it's just sad to me that now it's like, okay, let me just take this money and run out when you could have just left. You could have taken the money and just left. Right. But, um, so while they're driving, Tanya explained or complained of stomach pains. So he gives her like $250 basically of what they just stole (laughs) and took her to Jefferson Memorial Hospital where she was admitted to the hospital for her stomach pains. And then he just drove back to St. Louis County. She had stomach pains because her brother just... Kill people. I was gonna say she may have. That's been, what I'm yeah. saying. Like right. I think I don't think she was in the car. No. Pretty no. sure no. she was there, and she can't. She couldn't stomach she, it. Yeah. Where's Jefferson yep. Memorial Hospital at? Is that in the? That's got to be right there by Desoto, or something. That's Mercy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it might have been Jefferson <laughs> oh, Memorial Hospital. Oh. I don't know. 
Um, so he just drove. Yeah. Took so her he there. took her there, and Where then gonna, he went back to mm-hmm. um, the county. To her, yeah, to her apartment. So he was headed back to her apartment, but a tip had been called in earlier that day. Did you, did you see her quotations everywhere? I know. <laughs> did everybody get that? Sorry, I put the air quotes around the tip. <laughs> um, had been called in earlier that day about this part fucks me up. Carmen yeah. and Tanya and a two-door gold... I'm doing quotes again. <laughs> and a two-door gold car to be considered armed and dangerous. My bad. Um, yeah, so a tip. Um, it later comes out, though, that it was a boyfriend of Tanya. His name was <laughs> Charles Hill. Um, that he had overheard Carmen and Tanya plan for the robbery slash murder. And it literally says robbery slash murder. Um, so, I don't know. All this, like, oh, well, they didn't plan to murder. But the tip says that yeah. they planned the murder. So that's a little fishy to me. I think um, it's funny that it's an and it was a week be- it was a week before, so yeah, premeditated. We all know mm-hmm. that Mama's boyfriend wasn't going anyway. If Tanya and Carmen were talking about it a week prior, right? Yeah. Hmm. So um, now Charles did testify at the preliminary hearing, um, but he did not testify at the. Um, the trial. Okay. But I'm not sure if like, okay, in my opinion, I'm not sure if that's because he chose not to or just because they didn't ask him to. Because at this point, they have everything they need. Right. I'm going to say they didn't need him to probably. Yeah. And I was going to say if his testimony was already on record, do they get to just use that? Because, I mean, it's now an exhibit with the... I guess it depends on if the judge allows that credit. But as we we get into this a little bit, it kind of makes sense to me why they didn't need him. Because he was the tipster. He says he was the tipster. um, But the tip is what allowed them to move forward with Carmen. So reasonable doubt, you know, in the searching and everything, which we're going to get into. Um, so he was a wit, he wasn't a witness to the crime or nothing. He just was the tip to point him in the right direction and the rest unfolded itself from there. So I don't see beyond that, what he would have to say holds weight. He already did his part. He literally just said, Hey, I heard them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when Carmen pulled back up to the apartment complex, returning to his sister's house, he did so with his headlights off. Retard. And, I shouldn't say that word. Yeah. And it just so, he just so happened air quotes to be driving a two door gold car. Oh, imagine that. Why? I mean, how more can you look? With your headlights off. Right. right. Why would you be driving in anywhere with your headlights off? I mean, you just look way more suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, naturally, know. because of the tip, there was already an officer, you know. Oh, they were looking for it. Yeah. yeah. Because, right. I mean, obviously, Charles told them who these people were, that they drive a two-door gold car. Yeah. Um, so, he was immediately pulled over when he pulled in. Wait. Pause. Someone said something, something. <laughs> and look what happened. Oh, funny it does work. Works. It does work. It does. Say something. Say something. Um, but now this is one of the things that they tried to throw in his in one of his appeals um, was that he was pulled over for no reason. Mm. But you had your headlights out. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it was so, it was soon squashed because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Like so, he a he was driving with his headlights off. Which, I mean, is that's illegal. Right. It's, it's illegal. It's illegal in the first place. Um, and secondly, the tip had already made him armed and dangerous, so it constituted reasonable suspicion. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so that was quickly thrown out. You know, the everything you read about that, they did their complete due diligence on that. Um, Rights were not violated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he definitely tried to pull that card. Um, it's also, it's, it's said that his rights were not violated and he was not immediately detained. So he literally was just pulled over and, you know, asked questions. And then when he turned to reach to the passenger side, the officer determined, asked him to step out of the car and then conducted a search. So 
Okay, so he reached for something. The cop said, "Don't you fucking move." And then he conducted the search. Yeah, but he was okay. when he was pulled over, he was not immediately right, detained. Right, it was he was just like, you know, your headlights are off. Right, you know what's going on. Well, then when he we have a call for a suspicious gold car, where right. have you been? Right, yeah. Um. So now, if that's true, or if the officer is just saying that's true, so he could use it to pull him over. We'll never know. Um. But on paper, it looks great. <laughs> so now at this point the police don't know of the murders they just know of the tip and the car and the gun. so yeah because they found the pistol they did find the pistol okay. yes correct um so they know they have the pistol they know the tip whatever but they at this point don't know that anything has happened um but finding the gun obviously was enough to arrest him um so he was taken in given his rights and everything like that and, of course, at first, he didn't give the full story. He said the canister they had found, um, which is the tin of money that James Long had told him. On top about. of the TV, yep. Correct. Um, he said it was his sister's and that the gun was used for target practice. He had no problem throwing her right under that bus, did he? Yeah. Um, so then the next morning, he changed his story again and said that his mother's boyfriend, Jim Bullock, Asked him to come to DeSoto where he gave him the 22 and the canister full of coins through a car window. Basically, Jim called and him and his sister drove to this road at night and Jim came up to them and handed this stuff through the window. Is basically what he tells them now the next day. So now he's saying, well, this came from Jim and we met Jim and I don't know where all the rest of this came from. People tell some so, stupid so, stories. So, you know, as police do, they freaking go on to ask him about, like, okay, well, what about if there's, you know, bullets found at a crime scene? Well, there's fingerprints on the 10, mm-hmm. and the fingerprints match a crime scene. You know how police do, like, making people believe. Putting um, the pressure on, they got that that light bulb yeah, <laughs> interrogation. Yeah, and then also making them think, you know, like, oh, well, we believe you that Jim did it, but... So do they know about the murder of the Longs yet at this point? Um, or are they just bullshitting? No, yeah, so they're at this point trying to get him... Um, no, they don't know. They still don't know that anything has happened yet. Oh, okay. Um, but he's trying to... They're trying to get him basically to... Say, where's the money from? Say, where yeah. is it from? Or what area were you in when right, you met Jim? Right, right. You know, so Jim gave this to you. Where were you guys at? You know, where was Jim that night? So they're trying to get him to give them something. And they um, question him about, you know, well, where was Jim while you guys waited on that car? Could anybody possibly need medical help? Is there anybody? So they're trying to find out, is there anyone that's been shot or. Right. Right. So then his his response is uh, about the fourth fourth house on the left on Long Road. Stupid. So he told them exactly where he was. Brought him to the Long's house. Yeah. So naturally, they immediately look into Jim and start questioning everything about him. Well, he had an alibi. Um, so they go back to Carmen and he knew it was over from there. They told him, you know, Jim had an alibi and this wasn't the truth. And you basically needed to tell us what the hell is going on here. Um, in which case he then confessed, he gave a full written statement and a taped confession of the murders. There you go. Singing like the canary. He did sing. Um, but remember that. He, he remember liked to sing. That. Remember the full confession. Okay. Remember that. Okay. Got it. Because, I mean, what we're about ready to go into, there's no reason for all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Let's one and done, bitch. Go. back. Let's so, I'm, I'm ready to get so this was This was interesting to me, too, though. So, we went, we talked about how, you know, the longs were... Just trying to get him to get on his way. They were offering him everything, you know, here you go. But upon searching their house, they did find bullet casings, which obviously matched the gun. Um, The bullets found in the longs were so... Fucked up. Yeah, they were so messed up that they couldn't really... um, But the casings... They don't have to, he doesn't confess. Yeah, the casing matched. But 
they also found $7,000 in cash and traveler's checks underneath the, a table next to their bed. So not even what? 10 feet away. So $7,000 in do we cash think and the lungs just, they knew they were hidden under a, you know, what were they hidden? A table under the bed. So like, I don't know. Like, oh, did they I forget about it? You know how, you know, grandpa forgot there was money on, in the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> when I mean, he passed maybe. away, we found some money. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I guess. I guess if it's been there a long time. But I would think. I well, mean, in the heat of it, they probably didn't. Yeah. Been, I mean, yeah. I don't know, but I thought that was interesting. It is interesting because that's. I mean, that's because what they neither were one of them for. said anything. Yeah. To him about it. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I I'll like, write you a check. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it but is, maybe they thought if they wrote him a check, he was stupid enough to say, "Yeah, write me a check. I'll go to Boatman's and or whatever. Uh, Boatman's ain't even open anymore. But I'll go. Oh I'll go to Bank of America and cash <laughs> it from 1902." <laughs> Yes, I mean, come on, you know. Um, I'll go to Boatman's, Bank of America, whatever, and cash it. And maybe they were thinking that way he would get caught because here he's got this check. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and some dead. people are stupid enough for that. Yep. Right? Um, which yeah, that's smart too. Because even if the even if they would have wrote him a check and he still would have killed him, he still would have cashed it. So then they'd have been able to track down his murderer. I mean, yeah, or what's he gonna so do? So that yeah. is smart. Yeah. You know, the $400 or whatever that he has, he ain't going to be able to go to freaking Mexico and cash it or anything. Right. Um, So, so we get past that. So now he's obviously been arrested. Um, But now this is where it really kind of gets crazy for me to follow. And it took me a lot of... <laughs> I like literally had to take you guys out of my ear because right. I. That's why she were, had to get out of the meeting. Yesterday. I was like, I gotta go because I have to. I have to place this. It timer. is hard to follow. Well, I mean, it's I, gonna be hard for everyone now to follow. It's even like you know, it still fucks me up trying to you know think about it. You know. Well, I'm along for the ride, just like you listeners are, because I have no clue what the timeline is. I was called them. I'm like, hey guys, I need help figuring out this timeline, and they're like, okay, well then they go on a tangent about something. I'm like. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> I think like, we were talking I'm, merchandise. I'm so lost. But, um, so, okay. 1998, he was sentenced. So the crime happened in 96. Right. He was arrested. And um, in 1998, he was actually sentenced and charged with two death sentences, a concurrent life sentence for two counts of armed criminal action, and a consecutive sentence of 30 years for robbery and 15 years for burglary. Wow. So regardless, he's going to he's going to yeah. die in prison. Yeah, I'm that's, like there's that's the point yeah. of that. Um so we got two death sentences, a concurrent two concurrent life sentences for armed criminal action, um consecutive sentence of 30 years, 15 years for burglary. So we're already topping a lot. Um, Now, he has been through multiple appeals since his death sentence. And when I say multiple, we're talking his death sentence (laughs) has been overturned three times since his original conviction. For stupid shit. Come again? Three. How does that even happen? So, he's been convicted of three murder. times, three times for the death penalty, and each time they've been overturned. Well, then how has he still got a death penalty? Like, okay, I'm super okay. confused. So here we so go. So just hold on. <laughs> okay. Sit tight. I'm here like, we go. He, one appeal was, okay, so let me, let me give you dates here. Um... So we're talking, okay, here we are. We're talking he was, crime happened in 96. He was sentenced in 98. So that's 23 years. No. Now. He's been in jail for 23 years. Well, yeah, total now. Yeah. Um, so in 1998, he was sentenced with his two death and everything we just read. So now in 2002, his appeal was granted due to technical difficulties during his sentencing by errors of the lawyer and I also read that it was also overturned because the judge did not read the verdict as the jury had stated it. Right. 
So How like does that happen? He did not like he didn't read it as they had it wrote on the paper. Oh, okay. Because he just said guilty right. type. Or yeah, whatever. like okay. so he he it said it said he left a sentence out. Right. So he left a sentence out, and they're able to appeal. Like that was enough Ain't to that appeal. Wow. Because. I mean, you got to think, though, man. That's why all these fucking laws. He fucking <laughs> said he did it. Why do we even have to pay all this money, all these tax dollars to have this fucking idiot sit in front of a bunch of people when he said he fucking did it? Yes. You kill two people. Okay, you go to jail. You go sit in jail until right. you die. <laughs> he said he did it. Why are we wasting this money? I uh, There's... It's a it's a very sorry I mean to kick the table. It's a very very tricky she, system. She got all excited. I'm getting pissed. <laughs> it's a very tricky system when you get into it. It really is when you break down the logistics of it, um, which is more stuff I want to say later. Hold on to that. Um, so in okay. So now yes, here we are. Okay. So now 2002, it was he was granted his appeal. In 2002, because of the errors of the lawyers and the the judge. Okay. Now, now remember though, this doesn't take the crime away. It just gives him. He's still in jail. Yes, it just gives him another chance for a new court date for a new trial sentence. So they're trying to knock it down to oh, just life in yes, life in prison, life in consecutive. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. So in 2003, he's granted that trial. Which he then again is given the death penalty. So now there's two. Okay, so he was found guilty again. In 98, he was found guilty. In 2003, he was found guilty. Okay. So there's his second. Okay. Found yep. guilty of death. Yep. He was then granted. <laughs> this is the one that fucks for you. He was then granted again in 2005 for another appeal because oh. <laughs> during his 2003 sentence, he was shackled. And he, it was made to look like a monster to the jury. Motherfucker, you're a monster. You said you killed people. You're shackled. He was shackled. They are not allowed but to be shackled. But what the jurors said, really? what yes. the jurors said is they could barely even see his face, more or less, his the body, his, to see that he was shackled. His hands were not shackled. No, his feet. Just his feet. His yes. feet. So it's but under the, the table. table. But with all the, the boxes day. being in the way and everything of the lawyer, they could all they could see is like neck up. Doesn't matter. At but the end of the shack- day, he cannot be. Fuck it. It's a violation because of. He, it's a violation of his rights. rights. Of his human rights. Yes. Right. Because he, they could, you know, so pre- he was a monster. Preconceived. Right. See, okay. Okay. But he so, said he did it. Here we go. <laughs> so that's 2000. Okay. So 2005. He was granted. He was granted. Okay. Again, his appeal. So again, he gets to go to court. Right. And do this all over again. So again, in 2008. He was tried again, and he was given the death sentence again. Okay. So now we're at number three. Yeah. Okay. But in April of 2017, a judge called Carmen's third penalty phase fundamentally unfair, meaning he was unable to fully present evidence arguing for a sentence other than death due to the decade of delays allowing this case to be reviewed again at this point, now sitting in the lap of the federal appeal court. Okay, so we have given this dude three freaking chances. Why are you saying freaking? And, and <laughs> this is, I mean, this whole case pisses me off. And reviewed, and he has been found guilty three every times. single time. Yes. Three times. How are we delaying anything? Why are we paying all this he, money? He is the one that keeps doing the appeals to delay it. And they're stupid it. enough to allow it. Yeah. But, and that, Fuck and you. You said you so, did it. And that's the thing is the judge in April of 2017 um, is now saying, you know, was saying that it was fundamentally unfair um, basically because the people at this point, the witnesses and stuff are dead or well, yeah. no longer reachable or, you know, basically that... You can't say this stuff is valid and replay it out because these people aren't here anymore. And they basically, the federal, so at this point, it's sitting in the federal appeal court. It's now the highest it can go. Okay. Because, yeah, Um, he's went through all the... Right. So it's now in the federal appeal court, and they look it over, and they say, like, no, basically. 
So in 2020, the appeals court said that the law was not settled at the time about whether a long delay between convictions and sentencing raises constitutional violations, and therefore his lawyers were not ineffective. Therefore, his death penalty, in fact, stands. Okay, that's good. But okay, so it says the law was not settled at the time about whether a long delay between conviction and sentencing raised constant. Okay, so is have they changed this law since this? Yes, I believe it has. I was gonna because they're saying here mm-hmm. there was there needs to be a precedent of can it be ten years and it can't be because they're saying it it was not there. Yeah, it um at the time of it 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 wasn't in effect, and I believe now there is a um a jurisdiction on how long it can be. Well, I mean, see that that now see these kind of things. I think good comes, I'm not that good is coming out, but at least now we know there have been updates to the laws that need to be made. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. And I think that, um, I don't know though. I mean, I agree, but I don't think that just because it's been 20 years, 30 years, whatever, like all the proof, Right. A, I admitted it. And B, all that the, shit, none all of the that proof have, was there. Right. None like, of this shit should have went on anyway because a day after or whatever, he fucking admitted to doing so that. So I do understand that in some cases, but in other cases, I don't. I don't yeah. think that in this particular case, if that if that would have been in effect, oh, yeah. it would not have justified. It right. wouldn't have changed anything, really. Right. I right. mean, besides going further so for like, every other inmate now... Well, and that's the thing. Like, I could understand if you got, like, people who are going through death penalty cases or whatever, and, like, the evidence, you know, is now kind of fishy or whatever, and you're saying, okay, well, we can't draw blood anymore from this person who's in the ground or DNA. But, see, that's what makes the cold cases so many unsolved. Yeah. Because now you're saying, oh, it's been 10 years. I mean, that that's exactly what a cold case is. We're going to need you to try, you know, to right. go back and get stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know, So, man. like, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, always, I always have, like, you know, the ends on Potosi Prison. So, as much as I hate this motherfucker, and I think they just should shoot him between his fucking eyeballs. Oh, Lord. Mercy. That's a little much. But she killed two people. <laughs> He didn't care, so why should we care? But anyway, he is a completely, like, perfect inmate. Role model inmate, doesn't do anything bad. Well, he wants a date. Well behaved, <laughs> acts right. I mean, you know, perfect inmate. So, I but mean, my thing is, what the fuck happened to the sister? So, the sister, Tanya Cummings, um, she was, we didn't, we didn't actually talk about her, but she was born November 25th of 1968. So she was, what, younger than him? Yeah, because he was born in, oh, I lost my paper. <laughs> he was born in 65. Okay, yeah. So she was younger than him. Um, and she is now 53. Um, she was given 70 years. So she was, okay. Yes. Okay, so she that, was, I was wondering about her. Right. She was. She was given 70, 70 years, um, two counts of second degree murder, uh, first degree robbery, two counts of armed criminal action, and burglary in the first degree. Wow. Okay, so remind me, what is second degree murder? What is that? Not, Do you remember? Yeah, not premeditated. Okay. Yeah, they so have like to have... So, like, she didn't go in there. He got first degree because he debated it, shot them both, walked yeah. around, shot okay, someone right, else. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And I think I think that ultimately, too, is where it got him. That's what the that's why the brother said she was just in the car, didn't have anything to do yeah. with it. And I think that's ultimately where right. it got him though, because he also said that he stood at the foot of the bed mm-hmm. foot of the bed. For ten so, minutes. So you thought about this. Yep. So now you you know, you've thought about um but there's so many logistics where it comes to first degree and second degree. Um but she has she has served, I wanna say it was her Burglary in the first degree has dropped. She has served that sentence. Um, So she still has two counts of murder in the second degree to serve her first degree robbery and two counts of armed criminal action. So I didn't dig into her 
particular case, but it's clear that they had enough evidence. Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't of find her a whole lot on her when I of her involvement. It doesn't matter. She was there. Period. Right. Well, yeah. If you're there yeah. and there right. is a right. death, you're right. right. And that's what y'all need to remember. If you were there, you, it don't mean you're shit. Just you just as guilty. There. You're just yeah. as guilty. Now, what I what I thought was cool was, like I said, I didn't do a whole lot of digging in her, but what I did do was. Um, when we had talked about the women's prisons and everything, I think we had stated there was like two or three main mm-hmm. women's prisons. Big red barns. Um, is that what they call them? <laughs> no, that's what somebody told their children they were called. Oh, oh lord. <laughs> um, this one though, she's in a. I don't even. I'm not sure how to say it. Chilothi Correction Center. It's a. It's a state prison for women. Um, in Chilothe, Livingston County, Missouri. I ain't never heard uh, of yeah. that. Me neither. And I was like, I didn't know that this one existed um, when we did our research, and I don't know why it didn't come up. Right. Um, it opened late 2008 um, with the capacity of, like, I want to say 1,700 inmates. Um, it is a mix of security levels. So they do have... Max and men. Okay. Yeah, men okay. and max. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really interesting that it didn't yeah, come up. Yeah, because we did not find that, like, when we did our first research. No, it didn't come up on my on search at all. I think there was only, like, it said there was only, was like, two say, women prisons in the two state of Missouri. Three? yeah. I think it was... It, well, there's two, and then you have, um, Jeff. Well, yeah. So, that is yeah. kind of the mix. Okay. Right. Yeah, so, so I thought that was interesting. Um, it opened late 2008, which they were, I, I don't know where she was before this. Because she would have had to been somewhere because they were con- until two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't say where she was before that. Um, I also didn't dig into that. She got her sentence, and that's enough. And yeah, there's a whole lot um, about her. Anyway. Yeah, and um, so so yeah, I thought that was very freaking. We need to find out if she's related to the communes. Those Jessica. That's yeah. a good takeaway. Just to look, you know. Yeah, just I mean, to dig, do a little bit of digging. Um, I just found it very freaking interesting that. Like, this man has been sentenced to death three times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I've never seen that many appeals. First of all, it's to me, it's it's kind of rare. I feel like appeals in the first right. place get approved or not. Um, but the fact that it's happened three times. And, and he tec- almost got away with them. I was going to say, the first one being the technical... Well, at 20, that was the same thing, was the technical... Yes, that's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. I, mean, I forgot. Who the yeah. fuck is he paying off? Right. Yes, so what, at 20 years what old... What is he doing what behind pool, closed doors? No, what pool does he have somewhere? <laughs> he got something. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. At 20 years old, he technical got out of technical difficulty. Right, that's fucked up. And How that's what his first one was overturned on. Weird is that? That is interesting. That's very interesting. I mean, um... So the family obviously I can't even get him to overturn speeding tickets. I was gonna say, I, <laughs> I've tried, trust me. Not enough cleavage in the world. No, I didn't get pulled over yesterday. I didn't get a ticket though. I had it stupid. I didn't. I was lucky. Yeah. yeah. I rode through a stop sign. Ooh, um, bad and girl. Did, and didn't turn on my blinker right in front of a cop. Oh well, yeah, you deserve to get stopped. Well, then. he pretty much just told me, you know, hey, you're stupid, but I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> Like, look, I'm going to need you to get your right. shit together. Right, exactly. Right. That's pretty much how he was. Right. You know, it ain't really smart to pull up in front of me and to roll through a stop sign with no blinker in front of a cop. No. Let's no. not do that again. But no. have a nice day. That's pretty much how it was. Oh, well, that was nice. You said thank you, officer. I know. I did. Right. As I was laughing. So the family, um, the family's been going through the shits. Like, I mean, as we've said in our previous ones. Right. This I mean, shit does not end for the family. No. Never. Like, Ever. So this has been 23 years. More than that because he's been in prison 23 23 years. years. So imagine I mean, 25, all of these right. appeals. Yes. You know, they have to so know all that's going on. The um, the wife of the son, um, the son's name is Bill and his wife's name is Karen. And they seem to be the ones that have kind of done interviews and stuff over the time. Um, and I'm going to read a portion of a statement that she has basically... Um, put out there um, it's and it's important to her and the long family she said that he be executed and not just pass away in prison most of our family had never given the death penalty much thought before that time now we are immersed in it 
We only knew we wanted justice for something so cold, so vile, and so unbelievable that yet today it still seems like the nightmare we cannot awake from. However, nearly 20 years, so this was statement was made a while, a couple years back. Um, however, nearly 20 years later, we are still waiting for that wheel of justice to turn. Jim and Zelma's friends are nearly gone. As are their siblings, none seen what they thought would be a fulfillment of, of our ju judicial system. Their children are now reaching the ages that their parents were when time stopped. Oh, man. That's As the Yeah. It so, is. So he cannot make any more appeals, correct? No, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. So he gets to sit until they yes, come up with his day. He's done. So cause he, he, is he going to get death? Yes. Like electrocuted over the other dude now? Yes. Okay. So he, he, he just sits there until they find his until, until they, they give him his until date. The date yes. Okay. Um, and yeah. it, and at one point he had a date. Oh, he, he had did. a date on his first before his first appeal. He had a date. And then now look. And then that, his appeal went through from oh, what 2005 right. to 2021. Yes. We're still. Yes. Mm. Um, so uh, the article goes on time. to say, as the time goes on, the family, also the victims, continue to be hurt by a system that drags out the process and remains uncertain as the, ca the case faces continual appeals over technical difficulties and a bill to eliminate the death penalty in Missouri. That's bullshit. Um, bill and Karen Long are advocates of the death penalty since the sentence was first issued. While they used to attend the appeal hearings that they could, they would continue to testify in state to the state legislator in favor of the death penalty. They've showed they've slowed down in the last few years as the system continues to cause frustration. Mm. Forty-four at the time of his parents' death, Bill is now sixty-four and not in the best of health, and still trying to fight for his parents. Yeah, just to get some justice. Um, she says. I'm tired of being told to forgive. You don't know until it happens to you what it's like. This isn't about forgiveness. This is about the law. Three juries have all agreed, and they've all picked it apart, picked it apart, and picked it apart, she said. In the meantime, Deck has shown no regret or remorse for what he did. Yeah. So. I, I mean, can you blame that family? No. For feeling, you know, some kind of way about it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that means. Can we go? We need to find out if we can go watch executions. I know that's morbid. You're so morbid. <laughs> but you true. wanted to do mortician. Mortician. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I started going so, to So, like, see, and that leading into that, um, mm -hmm. into us and about us and stuff, this stuff runs deep for us. Yep. It's not just something. I mean, you wanted to be a mortician. Right. Um, I, to this day, am looking into uh, criminal justice and going back to school. Um, so that is something that I'm putting in the works at a later stage in my life, but I wish I would have done earlier. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wish it's, it never would have stopped. It's, yep. Yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, young and dumb, I chose not to go down that path, and now here I am doing, you know, getting back into this kind of stuff, and it's just like, why? Because the, the, the want is this still there. This is what yeah. I feel like I yep. want to do. Yep. I've always wanted to do it. There, I mean, there are paths out there, to, and there's people that can... That that needs to be something we do is try to get someone on that can just talk about that thing. How to get started if you are interested in going. There's got to be, you know, there's got to be paths that people can take if this is something they're really interested in. Well, I mean, we we know there are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, as we said, we've had a lot of stuff in the works. Um, we've had meetings like crazy um, with our network and with each other. Um, we are definitely, we have narrowed down our merch selection. We have narrowed down some pricing. Um, we've got our mock-ups coming and we are going to get them put up on the website and Facebook and everything and get that ball rolling. So we've said it every episode and it is officially official. Yeah. Um, that is a whole process that I don't think I was freaking prepared for. It <laughs> <laughs> was so much harder than I intended it to be. Um, but we knocked it out and it's coming. Um, another thing is the Missouri state pin tour. Oh God. 
I am you so guys excited. Have, you guys have totally got me on board now. Okay. At first, but I no, was this like, one, no. This, no, this one's not a haunted one. This is you go through a tour for three hours, and then you get to question a former inmate. Oh. It's not like we're going to go look for the spookies and cats so, floating like, around. like, is it on the books? When, when? Okay, so this is, what, this is what I was going to say. So... Future anybody, yeah. Bucks. If anybody wants to reach out and go with us, Let's like we'll set a date. Us. Right. It's like September twelfth, I think, is like the only. Or no, September sixteenth, I think it was. Oh no, I got a concert that day. Ah. Ah. Well, you know what? You better just cancel that. Uh, day. Oh no. Like, no. Oh no. <laughs> I worked hard for this concert. I'm gonna go by myself then, and we'll talk to my little inmate friend. But we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna Take get notes. a date. We're gonna get a date together. And if anybody's interested, it's thirty dollars. It's thirty dollars. Let us know. We'll make a freaking school field trip. Yeah, field trip out of it. Why the hell not? Um, Another thing we if have. If you want to go on a ghost haunted one with me, just let me know because these two are pussies. I want to do it. Okay, well, Stacy's a pussy then. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> um, so, another thing we have worked on um, is our networking, and I hit the ground running. Um, oh, yes, she did. <laughs> it's it's been an eventful ride and I'm so thankful for what we have coming yeah. so far um, but I have had people reaching out to us um, and we actually have two cases in the works um, of people that we actually will be following their case talking to them doing their interviews so that's super exciting to bring a different very, change very. Yeah. And very, very sad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Yes. To bring now now what I'm noticing though, guys, is I'm not getting no St. Louis people here. Right. What is up? Like, STL. So <laughs> I'm getting like out of state things. And Come if they're on. reaching to me, I'm sorry, we're gonna cover their case because every voice deserves to be heard. That's Show right. me. Um, Come on. But we're here, guys. Like, come on, let's bring the cases. We have people here that are missing. We have people here that are dying every day. Like let's and let's get their fucking names out there. There are stories out there. there I Say mean, something. <laughs> get their names Speak out up. there. Yep. I can take Stacey's little two bird quote. And, right. and another thing I feel like is our Facebook presence is we're really gonna start working on that. We need to get pictures up. Oh no, of, girl. I think we can I got some ideas. Yeah. In, in yeah. So, we have, so so yeah, there we have so ideas. much in the works. Right, yeah, right, really right. do. Um so that that's exciting, but like I said, those cases are going to be coming. Those cases are coming from out of state, and um, I'm 100% in to do it. We all are, right? Because um, every voice needs to be heard. But I want no I want my St. Louis people to really like you guys are out there. Let's get yep. them stories out there, um, and let's do the damn thing. Um, so follow us on Facebook, uh, Murder Shows and Comfy Clothes on Loco. Um, or you can check us out on our website, www.murdershowsandcomfyclothes.com. Um, subscribe, message us, send us cases. Share this shit to your friends. Yes. yes. I mean, you know. I'm going to need everyone to go right. do a share in a If you're life. driving down the street, be like, hey, have you heard about my, right. Murder Shows and Comfy Clothes? There you, you go. I, I wore my mask for the first Girl, time. Your daddy, in, your daddy on 4th of July, he was Yep, he I was wore my mask it. down to a like, children's, girls. <laughs> children's hospital. And a girl was like, you know, what? what's your mask about? And I told her, it's our pocket, you know. And she was like. Wrote it down. I'm like, yeah. I drove the Prius all the way to Florida with the shit on the back window. We're yeah. we're I mean, we're trying. We're networking we're, is yes. key here, guys. Um, and your support means everything to you us. You guys can really help us get some stuff out there. All right, well, so we got like two minutes. Let me do my comfy fact because I got oh, a babysit. Yes. Oh, that's, that's right. right. That's right. All right. Comfy fact. Comfy fact by Heather. Missouri <laughs> by Heather. <laughs> I love a little touch. Missouri has three divisions of appeals, being an Eastern, Western, and Southern. The appeal to... The appeal to each, then, is to go... Oh, after these appeals. Okay, so after these appeals, then you can go to the federal. The federal. So we have three divisions. Three divisions. I can't even read my own damn handwriting, so help me out here. We have three divisions, Eastern, Western, and Southern. Right. And okay. they can appeal to each, each of those. So there's three right there. You can appeal to each of those. After that, you can go to to the federal. And that's right. exactly what happened in this right. case, Basically. correct? Right. Yeah. He went to, he went through the appeals so, and it, it Yeah, went he went through the appeals. Um, and I don't think that now, okay. 
this is this is a fact, but it is also if you go to an appeal and you appeal your death sentence, this is one thing that I, I did want to say. So if they go in and they appeal their death sentence and it's like overturned or whatever, when they go to, so say they were trying to overturn his life sentence. Well, when they go to overturn that, they can't appeal it now to the next court. They can't appeal. They have to have a different, a whole different, different reason, appeal. A different reason yes. to appeal. So, yeah. like, if you say, oh, well, I don't think that they read my rights correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they did this. And, and they say, nope, nope, nope. Well, on your next appeal, you have to have new evidence. New reasons. Yeah, yep. You cannot appeal the same. I just don't even see why. I mean, this is the shit that messes with my head. The motherfucker said he did it. <laughs> It's fucking recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why not just okay? Bye. Because because they have to. But you know what? He said he did it. You know what? Here's devil. Fuck that devil advocate. Our our time's over, ladies. But we need to get it. Do that devil advocate. What? They do a lot of shady shit on investigations a lot of the times. They do. When you're talking leaving someone in there 22 hours. <laughs> she said, I got she, to go. She's wrapped up. She don't, don't even want to hear. I don't hear that bullshit. And I know they crooked too, but all right, let's do our thing. All right, so check us out. Do all the shit we told you to do because we appreciate you and, and we look, love y'all. And look for some merchandise. Yes, I'm getting off my ass and doing it, y'all. Until then, and some giveaways. Until then, stay, stay comfy. Don't, don't get, get murdered. murdered. Peace.